Hello, hello, welcome back to Formula E Byte episode number 18. We are going to go over the London E-Prix and we're going to zoom through it a little bit because after the doubleheader in London, the championship is in a really interesting place, Berlin specifically, but that's not what I mean. I mean in terms of the standings. So there's actually a lot to talk about going into the final weekend of the season. I, I can't believe the final weekend is coming up already. But there is a lot to go over ahead of the final 2 e So we'll save a lot of it for that episode, the Berlin preview episode, which will be coming uh, next week, in the middle of next week, ahead of the e Also, we've had some of the first provisional locations for next season, season 8, announced already, or outlined is probably more accurate. But again, I think we'll save that. We'll probably save that. We'll save having a look at that until after this season's out the way. I think that makes the most sense. So, yeah, plenty of Formula E content to come between now and then. We've got the Berlin preview, the Berlin review. We'll probably do a roundup episode after that of the season as a whole and then we can start to look ahead to season eight because this season hasn't even finished yet there's there's still the potential for even more twists and turns so let's get into some of the general thoughts and feelings and events and themes of the London Epre right off the bat I really liked it I really enjoyed it Um, I would love to have been able to go I actually wasn't even in, in London at the time. I know my my homie pre and I wasn't even in the city at the time. I was on holiday, which is why this episode is coming a little bit after the after the fact. But yeah, in terms of the inside track, that that was interesting. That was that was good fun. Uh that got a little little bumpy, a few a few collisions, a lot of contact going on in that section of the track. That was good fun but that hey that's formula e there is always going to be very close racing and there will be contact a much better weekend for mercedes i'm saying that off the back of the previous episode where i was talking about how everything had seemed to go so wrong for them after things were going so right earlier on i mean things did end up going wrong uh, as well over the course of of this this weekend for stoffel van dorn but Overall, Mercedes looked very good. A good weekend for British drivers, um, I would have to say. I mean, there are, granted, there are quite a lot of them. I think there must be more British drivers than any other nationality, surely. But good weekend. And again, at the end of it, we have a, a different driver at the top of the standings. So I wouldn't be surprised if it changes again. Um, I'm sure De Vries will do his best, but the way the season's going, I feel like there's just it's just inevitable that it's going to be someone else there at the top in the end. But again, we will save that for the Berlin episode. Let's just quickly go over then the Super Bowl results for the first Epri round 12. Sixth place, Norman Nato. Fifth, Andre Lotterer. Fourth, Sergio Setti Camera. Third, Sebastian Poemi. Second, Jake Dennis, and on top, the Super Bowl winner, Alex Lynn. Now, I think Vontary are quite an interesting team. Obviously, Nato finishing sixth there 
But I feel like Vondry often have someone in the Super Bowl. The same with Nissan. And actually, Penske, Dragon Penske are, are there or thereabouts. Mahindra as well, often in the Super Bowl. But for some of these teams, I'm thinking about Fonterey, Nissan to an extent, doesn't seem to then come off all the time in the race. Whether that is in the case of Nato in this example, whether that's through a DNF or just doesn't seem to have the same sort of pace, perhaps uh, one or two or, or unfortunate decisions at times as well. But that seems to be one of the themes I've noticed over the course of this season. It seems that there are some teams that seem to be making Super Bowl and are, are much better in qualifying than they are on the on the actual race just a short while later that afternoon. But of course let's take a look at who f- who finished with points in that r- in that race. Tenth place was Verline picking up one point for Porsche, ninth was Mortara, eighth was De Costa, seventh Van Dorn, sixth Degrassi, fifth Rast, fourth Lotterer, and then on the podium third Alex Lynn obviously started in in first place but still a, a, a great day um, on the Saturday for Alex Lynn overall. He has been he's been a, an impressive driver this this season actually. He's, he's put in some very good performances. Second place was Nick DeVries, who started in ninth and has picked up points for the first time in, I think it's three or four races after several DNFs in a row or several just not getting any points at least. But what a way to finally get back in the points to go from scoring zero repeatedly to getting a podium out the bag. Yeah, great, great stuff from DeVries, really good stuff. And then the winner was Mr. Jake Dennis. And that win, his second of the season, makes Dennis the first driver in Formula E history to win two races in their rookie season. So yeah, he has he has been outstanding this season. Jake Dennis has, has been excellent. Uh, BMW have have been an enjoyable team to watch over this season, I must say. Let's take a look at the Super Bowl results for the second E-Pre of the weekend, then round 13 on the Sunday. Sixth place was Maximilian Gunter in the BMW. Fifth, Mitch Evans in his Jaguar. Fourth, Nick DeVries. Third, Alex Lynn. Second, Oliver Rowland. And at the top, the Super Bowl winner was Stoffel Van Dorn. So, Really great start to the day for Mercedes and De Vries building on an excellent performance the day before. Poor Van Dorn though, he did really well to secure that pole and then a collision with Oliver Rowland during the race ruined that race for him unfortunately and those three points he picked up for the pole were the only three points, were the only points rather that he he got um, after that so that was a real shame. But again, it's, you know, Nissan are in that Super Bowl group again. There's a BMW in there again, a Mahindra, specifically Alex Lynn's Mahindra, um, who just had a great weekend. But those seem to be the cars that are something about qualifying that just they've they've got down. So let's see who did get points then. Um, obviously not Stoffel Van Dorn. Um, that's harsh. Uh, he did get points, he just didn't finish in the top 10 because uh, obviously he goes his pole points. But 10th place 
was Ericsson in the Dragon Penske. Ninth, Jake Dennis, who did really well to to finish ninth after starting in 17th place. So yeah, fantastic, fantastic driving from Jake Dennis over the weekend. It's really, I think him and DeVries and Lynn were all just phenomenal over the weekend. They really were. And eighth place, Sergio Seti Camera in the Dragon Penske, who had a really good weekend, uh, Seti Camera. Some really great driving from him. Um, yeah, I was impressed with him this weekend. Seventh, Nick Cassidy. Sixth, Maximilian Gunter. Cassidy, by the way, again, did v- very well to end up in seventh, having started 18th. And Envision as well, actually. We're talking about cars that are usually in Superpod. There's, there's often an Envision in there. They, there seems to be quite a lot of pace in that car and a fair bit of pace it, during the E3. They usually are picking up points. Envision, another team that have been really good to, uh, and enjoyable to watch over the course of this season. Fifth place, Pascal Verline. Again, another consistent driver in a consistent car this season, picking up points pretty consistently for, for Porsche. Fourth, is the other Envision driver, Robin Frines, and then on the podium, Mitch Evans in third place. Second place, again, Nick DeVries, and the winner, Alex Lynn. So yeah, brilliant weekend for Nick DeVries then. And uh, as I said earlier, he is now the leading driver going into the final weekend of racing. So let's take a quick look at, we'll just look at the top five, because there's, there's a lot going on in the top 15 really but we'll save that for the Berlin Ebre preview episode next week because there's just so much to discuss about how this could play out so top five for now and you'll see just how tight this is fifth place to Costa on 80 points fourth place jumping quite rapidly after his outstanding weekend is Jake Dennis on 81 points third was last week's leader Sam Bird who I felt for a man, he had two DNFs, so no points at all in London. And that is, he will have been gutted because he was he was sitting at the top so close to the end. He just, he really could have done with points. But there's, yeah, it could and probably will change again come Berlin. So can't rule any of these drivers out. And then second, Robin Frines on 89 points. And at the top, Nick DeVries on 95 so it's super close and there is a lot to play for we will have a closer look at the team standings in that berlin preview episode as well but for now we'll look at the top three teams and it is the usual suspects or it seems to be the usual suspects for for a while the the top three third place jaguar on 156 points just two points ahead of them in second place is Mercedes on 158 points. And then the team that has just consistently collected points from anywhere in the top 10, just consistently over the course of the season, apart from in round 12 in London where they got no points, but at the top, Envision Virgin Racing on 165 points. So again, we've got a tight championship over in the team's championships as well. Okay, let's go on to the podium prediction. And last episode, I picked, as as you well know by now, three drivers that I thought could be on the podium in London. I went for Sam Bird, Nick Cassidy and Nick DeVries. So gutted for Bird. Uh, Cassidy didn't make it either. 
and DeVries was there twice. So I got one out of three. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take that. And we had one here that I need to get involved, really, because this was this was a great shout. Got an email here from Danny who said, I agree with you, Andre. I think DeVries is going to get his redemption this weekend in London. So he'll be my pick. But I will also pick two British drivers to get on the podium for their home E-Prix. I'm going for Jake Dennis and Alex Lynn. So Danny has a full uh, three out of three there. That's that's fantastic. And yeah, well done. Great prediction there. And if any of you listening along would like to send in predictions, please do. You can email show.formulaebyte at gmail.com. Okay, so we're going to leave that there for now because we're, we're going to get into some of the more, some of the finer details when it comes to the Berlin episode next week. So yeah, I'm excited for that because I'm excited to just sort of play out the various scenarios that I could see happening come the final weekend. Who could win? I might, do you know what, I might, as well as a podium prediction, I might stick in a cheeky championship prediction. I might try and predict as well who the top three in the Drivers' Championship will be at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I think I'll go for that. So yeah, come on back for all of that lovely stuff. Make sure you're subscribed to Formula E Byte wherever you listen to your podcasts. I will see you lovely lot next week.